Hi, everyone. Welcome to Sex Money Radio with Saturn Baby. And here's my guest star. <laughs> Grandmaster Shogun. Yes. CEO, founder of Feudal Society. Nice. So it's great to have you here and it's thank great you. to be back. Thank you. Thank you. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, who you are. What's the, you know, like um, inspiration behind the name Grandmaster Shogun? So originally it wasn't grandmaster shogun it was lord shogun which is kind of a contradiction okay because in feudal japan the emperor or the lord is a figurehead basically holding no power the person who does everything is the shogun so i was like yeah that's cool and plus i was like really into wu-tang so yeah but i mean they will always talk about the shogun shinobi and shit like that so Okay, so it looks like it was like a master pair. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Then yeah. it went from that to like legendary Shogun, and then Grandmaster came about because of Mortal Kombat. But I see a trend here. You know, it's like a hierarchy of like names. Yeah. So you know, Grandmaster. You know, um, Lord. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like. I feel like for me, it was like different stages of my life that made me like change my name. You feel me? Like Lord Shogun is kind of like, oh, it's just a title. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And legendary is like, you know, an action of like you, you've done something to make yourself legendary. And I feel like at that time I was doing legendary shit. And yeah. I think like Grandmaster is a an accumulation of things I've learned from being legendary and Lord. So that allows me to be Grandmaster, which is this person with infinite wisdom. Yeah, I was definitely going to, you know, mention that it just seems like with wisdom being wise, you know, and experiences that kind of yeah, definitely helped you incorporate the name. So I think that that's more of a you know like a personal thing that's reflecting outward. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Yeah. So I fuck with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, facts. And if you think about it too, like grandmasters in like chess, you feel me? They're mm-hmm. like super duper like strategic facts. Like yeah. thinking like ten steps ahead. Exactly. So honestly. Now that you've like explained it, I love the name. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I Thank do. You. Thank yeah, you. no problem. Thank you. So let's talk about what, you know, made you feel all those components, you know, throughout your time of being an artist. Mm. So can we talk about the two EPs that you have? Oh, yeah. Best Rapper You Never Heard and Best Rapper You Never Heard of two. Mm-hmm. So the first one. Actually, it was, um, what's crazy about the first one, I was just talking about this with my friend. The first one was supposed to be on a deluxe project album with uh, my former group. And then, like, I don't know why we didn't finish it, but something had to come up. And, um, you know, I just took those songs because, you know, they were more my style anyway. It was more mm-hmm. of us really just rapping and a lot of posse cuts and stuff like that. So I was like, let me just take these songs. I'm like, oh, this could be my first body of work. Yeah. So ultimately... That's what it was. And I threw a few extras on there. You know, like there's a song on there called like Spanish Guitar that I just recorded like just because. And it was like, oh, this is fire. Let's throw that on there too. So, okay. Yeah. So, so what's a posse cut? So basically there's like a group of people on a song. So think okay. of like Protect Your Neck, like a song like that. That would okay. be like a posse cut. Oh, okay. All so, right. Yeah. Well, I just learned something. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. The mm-hmm. more you know. Exactly. So with your second EP, Best Rapper That You've Never Heard Of Part 2. Yeah. Is that also like an incorporation of posse cuts or like does it have a different origin or story? Well, there's actually a lot less posse cuts on that one. I still do have features though, but I feel like the cover is me in three different ciphers. There's one where I'm in front of the Apollo. There's one where I'm in um, Washington Square Park. And there's one where I'm in West Fourth. So basically, best rapper you never heard of too is centered around the spirit of the cipher. So that's why 
a lot of the songs on mm-hmm. there. Well, like eighty percent of the songs are by myself. Okay. You feel me? And it's like it's other people, you know, one other person. So it feels like, you know, we just rapping, you know, coming up with shit in the cipher. That's what they feel like, you know. Oh, that's dope. So it seems like it was a more personal project. Yeah, this, this one yeah, this one was a little more like premeditated and thought of okay. for sure. Okay, that's dope. Yeah, thank you. And you mentioned like Washington Square Park and a few other locations. Yeah, Apollo and what was it? West Fourth, yeah. And how was the experiences like at those locations? Uh, Did it bring out a different, you know, part of you while you were rapping, or was there more inspiration going into those locations? Or definitely more inspiration. Well, first of all, shout out to my guy Steve for putting together that cipher for the Apollo because. He, that guy who runs them, he um had put together a few before, and I had missed them. And I was like, yo, it will always be, like, so dope if I just go in. So my guy Dev signed. He called me. He's like, yo, bro, there's a cypher on Sunday in Apollo. I'm like, all right, cool. And I see there was a big turnout. It was, like, 50 people there. I was hey, I was low-key nervous because I was like, yo, like, there could be people here, like, way better than me. And I'm just like, you know, I'm thinking about it too much. I'm like, just go in there do your thing. Mm-hmm. Feel me? I networked. Met a lot of good people. Good. And that really inspired me to, like, yo, like. People do this shit just like I do, so mm-hmm. keep it going, you feel me? So thankful yeah. for that experience. Yeah. I'd say like, you know, being a part of, you know, just something that you're not too sure of at first, but yeah. going in there and having a completely different outcome. Yeah, it it makes you more proud to say that this is something that I've done. Facts. Yeah. Definitely. I always bring that up heavy. Yeah. yeah it's important. So that leads to my next question. How does music make you feel? Oh, man, it's a boiling pot of things, honestly. It depends on what I'm listening to because, like, I was listening to, uh, it's like, big pun. Like, sometimes I'll listen to a certain artist and they'll trigger a certain feeling. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes when I'm, like, mad, like, I'll listen to, like, I don't know, like, M.O.P. or some shit like that. Just feel me. There's nothing better than hearing Annie up in your ear. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Annie, (laughs) feel me, when you're hot, so Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Or whenever I'm feeling sad or I'll listen to something else. Like, it just depends on my mood altogether, though. Yeah, I'd agree with that. You know, I feel like music has a huge influence on, you know, like bringing emotions and characteristics out of you. Facts, yeah, definitely. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you can't explain your mood, the music can. Facts. Yeah. How do you know or when do you know that you're inspired as a creative? Good question. I just feel it. I don't know. I just, you know, sometimes it'll just be like, I'll see something. You feel me? I'll see, like, somebody walking or something like that. Or I'll hear something outside. Like, I remember, I'm glad you asked me this, because there's a song I have called Losing Faith. And one of my friends on Facebook, he was talking about how he keeps a pair of Green and Glow 4s, a pair of Jordans from from high school. So he, like, never forgets how people treated him. And I was like, damn, that's some shit. Yeah. So the first four bars in the second verse of that song, I say, I wanted new kicks and mom couldn't afford them. It used to hurt my heart, window shopping on Fordham. And then she sat me down and told me school is more important. But they ain't teased me because I was smart. It's because I ain't have the Jordans. Mm. Feel me? Like, just all because of that, like, that part right there, you feel me? That, what he said on Facebook. And just like, yo. And I resonated with it so yeah. well because it's like, yo, I remember being in school and, like, not having that. You mm-hmm. feel me? Experiencing that type of stuff. Like, you know how it is in high school. Yeah. Feel me? It's like a hierarchy. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You're not fresh. You're not cool. You mm-hmm. feel me? No, that that right there, wow. That was a great statement. I think basically experiences in itself, that shit cultivates like so much awareness for what you can bring to production. Like, yeah, facts. Wow. Yeah. 
I always tell them that too. I'd be like, yo, that shit, bro, that inspired the fuck out of me. Yeah, for real. Like, like, for real I, like, yo, I like recorded the song. I'm like, yo, bro, this was, thank you, bro, for real. He was like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because, you know, like, I feel like, especially in New York City, like, it's all about what you're wearing or status quo or like, you know, popularity. Cl- and e- exactly. Like, clout. to summarize it all up, right? Yeah. But it takes away the substance from the person. Where, Wow. People aren't defined by like what they can do, mm-hmm. or who you know, what their status is. Rather, exactly, it's really just it's sad. It honestly. is sad because it takes away like you know the potential that you know the person holds. Yeah, facts. Yeah, there's so many people like out there just like you. You don't got the clout, but you got the talent though. It's you know it's a daily thing. You know, honestly, we talk about this all the time. Our studio uptown, mm-hmm. literally all the time. Like, yo, this person is so talented. This dude is so fucking nice. You mm-hmm. got no clout, like. And that's what fucks it up, too, because it's like, damn, like, you know, people just want to go with what's mainstream or what's, you know. What's hot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They want something trendy, but they don't want something that they know is going to last or like hold longevity. Exactly. I'm about to say that, too. That's Mm -hmm. like the most important word like Mm -hmm. for me in music to have a long lasting catalog, discography, whatever you want to refer to it as. That's what. I'm going for. Yeah. You know, people have said this before, like, people made one hit, vanish into obscurity, and this is like, what are you really here for? Because they, you know, they just wanted to make something hot, you know, people got attracted to it for, you know, like a short period of time, but once the summer is over, the music's done. <laughs> the music's over. <laughs> the summer's over, your whole vibe changes. Exactly. That's, that's exactly what happens. So, can you share your story about coming into music? Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, all right. So I have an older brother, my brother Lou. When we were kids, he did everything hip hop related. Like he graffiti, breakdance, fucking produced, engineer, DJ, rap, shoots his own videos. All in one. Yo, my man's literally, yeah, that mm-hmm. us, that guy. Literally, he's that guy. But, you know, I really adhere to him rapping because like a lot of things he talked about was like real life shit. And it was like, yo. I'm here, like we're related. I'm your brother. Mm-hmm. Like I know you're going through mm-hmm. it. Like feel me, like so. Yeah. I was like, yo, let me try it at first. You know, at that time when I first started writing, it was like Fifty Cent time. So it was like, oh yeah, gangster. Rap <laughs> time. I was bugging eighty. So yeah. I ain't go. I ain't go for one time. My mom found my journal. She mm-hmm. was like, "This is what you're writing about." I was like. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, we gotta know what's in that journal nah, i don't even know that shit, is a, that shit memorabilia if we find yeah. it <laughs> no nah, but after that like you know going through life you feel me just listening to other people and listening to him as he's growing as an artist mm-hmm. it kind of it rubbed off on me a lot and then i don't know like he kind of fell off you know he got kids got a wife now okay so you know yeah he living a dream but and, like me like art is just like i yeah. hear it so much it's like I'm here for you. Yeah. And, you know, he always gives me pointers every now and then whenever I set up some stuff. So, but yeah, him just doing all that, it really rubbed off on me. Yeah. I think that that's great having, you know, see it firsthand from someone that is safe to say, like you admire and, you know, hold such a strong placement in your life going towards art. Mm. Yeah, so that's Definitely. that's really dope. He was a yeah, huge inspiration. Yeah. My man's really did everything. He was a battle rapper too. At one oh shit, okay. I mean, if you if you know like if you watch my story, like that's all I watch like on the yeah. rap, like bad battle rapping. He was like 
actually doing it. I was like, yo, this dude is fucking, yo, bro, you're amazing. <laughs> like, I'll be getting mad at him sometimes. Like, you should just kept rapping. Yeah. You piece of shit, but it's all right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Love my brother, the word. Nah, yeah, but I mean, like, hey, he passed the torch to you. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Facts. I hope I can do that, you know. I mean, you're doing it. Yeah, you know? right now. Feel me. What was the, you know, inspiration or what was the, you know, like, idea behind feudal society? So, obviously, I modeled it after feudalism, the hierarchy in particular, just the pyramid. But really, I, like, knew too many people who were trying to, like, you know, make music and, like, get shit done. But they didn't have the right connections and mm-hmm. shit like that. Like, my boy, can you see it? He was originally, like, well, he still is a photographer. But, you know, he'd come to the studio and he'd be like, yo, whenever you want to feature a verse, bro, just let me know. You feel me? I'd be like, I bet. You feel me? And here he is now. You feel me? Like, ten songs later. Here we are. Okay. But yeah, a lot of the inspiration was to like make a platform so like people who don't really got it like that, you mm-hmm. know, we can meet in the middle some way, somehow. That's so, nice. And that's how it works for all of us, you know, we're filming. It's a team. Yeah. Teamwork makes a dream work. Mm-hmm. Indeed. I think that that's really dope, though, considering it is hard to make connections. It's hard to meet with people that are taking their craft seriously. Especially in New York. Yes. Especially in New York. And so... What that does is, you know, like you said, it creates a collaboration. It creates a team to yeah. continue to progress and grow as artists and get your work out there. So I think it's very inclusive. I'm glad that you guys, you know, form that. Facts. Yeah. Definitely. We doing shit. Yeah. Feudal morning on the way. Ooh, yes. Talk about it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so the feudal morning is our first collaborative effort. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be like, what, eight, nine songs? Okay. I'm pretty sure every member. Actually, no, every member is not on there. Okay. There's a few members that, you know, you got to wait their turn. Okay. Feel me? You'll hear, you'll hear them soon. Okay. Feel me? In different ways and whatnot. But this one, it's really cool. It's a whole, like, it's a roller coaster. That's what it is. Honestly, but my manager, my boy Jonathan, he came up with the title one day. Because every morning in the group chat, like when we like first started, I would be like, "Yo, feudal morning, y'all!" And then he okay. like he'd be like, "Yo, that should be the title of the project." I'm like, "Nice, you, you my clever nigga. motherfucker, like, my, my nigga." That's yeah. a Austin voice, like for I'm crying. Nah, but after that, just like we started modeling songs, like after like the theme of you know feudal morning and shit like that. It's gonna be dope, though. It's gonna be dope. I'm, I think so. Like I think that. Well, okay. So before I continue with my statement, why eight songs? I don't know. Like logistics, you know what I mean? You don't want to put out, like, this is our first project as a group. And for some people, Mm -hmm. this is their first songs being put out into the world. So they want to have, you know, just one or two out there for now. So people can, like, dip their feet in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And for me, it's just like, it's like my third project being put out there. So this is more discography for me. But eight songs to keep it short. And people don't really digest a lot of music at first. Because imagine putting out your first album is like 20 songs. I ain't listen yeah. to that shit. Like, <laughs> I reposted for you and all that. 20 songs is brolic, bro. You need to <laughs> slow your roll. It's crazy. No, brolic is dumb funny. No, that, you know what's crazy? It was like two years ago. I found out that's not really a word. Yo, I was just about to say that shit too. Like, that's so really so funny. I'm like, just... I'll be looking it up in a dictionary. Like, yo, where's brolic at? This is not a word. This shit not real. Yo, I'll be like... <laughs> 
Yo, yo, cause New York just be creating anything. <laughs> yo, I be saying shit though. Yo, it's so funny that you say that because one of our members is from Hawaii, and then when we talk slang to him, like when we said the word day room, he was like, "What?" what? The, what the? <laughs> he was there like, "What is that?" I'm like, "Oh, damn, you really don't know, bro." Like, damn. All right. So since we're speaking about your group, I believe that you told me you guys had a show. Yes. That you guys did December 2021. Yes. That, so that was talk fire. about it. All right. So our first show, shout out to my boy Stacy London for um, hosting it, by the way. Mm-hmm. He invited us. You know, it was called Blackout Crew. It was really dope. We performed some unreleased and our um our song, This My Time. Nice. That shit was fire. Angle. I was in Brooklyn. This is deep. This fire. It was cold. Oh, man. But it was lit, though. The one thing I can say, like, I really did enjoy myself. And, you know, we went, like, deep, too. We went, like, it was me, Rio, well, Can You See It, E-Bands, my boy Active from Two City. It was mad of us. We was deep, you know, and yeah, everybody came through, show love. 7-3 was in, my boy Junior, my boy Preem. It was crazy. You know, we, we performed this my time. It's like an easy-ass song to remember. Like, yeah. You feel me? It's catchy. So we had that, please. Oh, wow. Jumping, huh? Yeah, facts. I really want to perform again. I ain't gonna lie. You know, I had a performance again a few weeks ago, actually. Oh, nice. Speak about it. Yeah, that was also in Brooklyn. Okay. And um, that was like last minute, too. My boy Thrills is like, yo, you want to perform, bro? I'm mm-hmm. like, sure. <laughs> I'm like, I bet. When? He was like, tomorrow. I'm like, I, okay. I bet. <laughs> I thought he was joking. And I called Dev. He's like, nah, he's dead ass. I'm like, oh, so I really got to go like get dressed. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah, we went out there. I had my coat on the whole time. I ain't going front. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was fake tact. Like, it was, it was mad people in there. It was packed. Okay. Feeling blackout was like maybe 50 people in there. Which is calm, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a panorama. You got to be. Yeah, you know, you, cautious. You feel me? But it, the other shit, it was like, oh my, it was like 100, 150 people in that mm-hmm. bitch. I was like, y'all wilding. Mm-hmm. Where y'all mask at? Y'all fucking <laughs> out. But yeah, um, you know, when I grab the mic, I get on stage. It don't really matter no more. Yeah. People was fucking with it. So. That's good. Also performed some other release too. Shout out to Thrills for that nice. opportunity. Nice, nice. So, like, you know, when you're on stage, when you're performing, how does it make you feel? Do you see yourself, you know, moving towards tackling other performances throughout 2022? Oh, man, for sure. Well, I've only performed, like, twice. The one recently was my second performance, like, ever. Mm-hmm. So, it feels good, though, like, feel me? Just the energy that I received from the crowd, just the support of my team and shit like that. And it's just great all around. It just feels like, and it's crazy that you asked me this too, because, you know, performing This My Time kind of made that full circle because it's the first song that we really promoted. We recorded it in one day, promoted oh, wow. it crazy, put it out on all streaming platforms, recorded a video, promoted the hell out of that. And then we performed it. So I feel like that was like the icing on the cake. For yeah. it. Now all we got to do is the remix and then we good. Nice. So, do you have a date for your remix, or is this just, you know, being talked about right now? This is being talked about for right now. Okay. So, is there any other projects that Feudal Society is, you know, having in the works for 2022? Sheesh. (laughs) There's quite a few, actually. Oh, yeah. My guy, Blaine the Mellow King, is dropping his EP next month, Lost Fiction. Cool. I can't say the exact date. I'm going to leave that up to him. All right. Shout out to Blaine for that. So, also, oh yeah, we're dropping the group project. Yeah. Right after, at, um, I think right after his um, he drops his EP. So, Feudal Morning also coming out in March. I think I don't want to say, nah, I can't say too much about my son. Can you see it? He, I'm gonna let him tell it. You know, when okay. he get the opportunity to. But and then I'm dropping an album like a full length, like 
actually like album album this year. Nice. Yeah, in all due time. Is Feudal Society and yourself, you know, as a separate artist aside from the group, are you guys looking for impact or influence? Mm, impact or influence? Impact. Long lasting impact is important. You know what I mean? Good just, answer. Just, you know what I mean? Just yeah. How long, you feel me? Just think about it. Like, people have modeled us after Wu Tang. You know what I mean? And just think about how long ago they came out. Yeah. 36 Chambers came out in 93. It is 2022. Mm. Just think about that. Just nine people in a group. That just still sounded absurd back then. Now it's like so regular for people to just be That's true. nine deep in a group. Just that type of impact is what we're hoping for. Or something along the lines of that. I don't know what it'll be, but we'll probably do something stupid innovative <laughs> soon. I don't know. Nice. I feel like when it comes to impact and also like having a model figure such as wu-tang but also making sure that you know you guys have your own niche as well and also like just body that and just have that signature you know like sound look feel or it's gonna be undescribably pure that's what i can say (laughs) (laughs) definitely and how are you guys looking to achieve all that you guys have set in store? Day by day, honestly, just yeah. And so I don't know. It's just, it seems like a lot, but feel me, we're attentive. You know, we're diligent. Feel me. Good day. qualities. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, everybody, everybody's on their own schedule, and it's also kind of weird too because we're literally like spread out over the country. Like majority of us live in New York. Mm-hmm. Like Rio live in Atlanta. My boy Roman live in Indiana. Oh wow. Lane and Sean live in Hawaii. Wow. So yeah, it's hard, but in some way, somehow, we always like you know find a way to talk, come together, That's talk good. about goals and shit like that. Like we have group FaceTime calls all the time. Just be hilarious for real, for real. <laughs> One day I'm gonna invite you. I'm like, yo, this is sadder. Just no, yo. Now we're gonna hear is real. Like, get it? Like, what the fuck going on? Like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> nah, <laughs> nah, it's lit though, for real. But yeah, all of us are very like communicative when it comes to ideas. That's and, good. And shit like that. So. That's good. You know, that's the foundation of having something that's really pure, just making sure that everyone is on the same page. And, you know, even when there's differences, because I'm sure like, you know, everyone has different opinions and, you know, ideas, you know, but also just learning how to manage all, you know, the personalities, all the, you know, definitely been like a tough challenge as like a group leader, learning everybody's like that ass mad different. Mm -hmm. This thing, it takes two hours to respond. Mm-hmm. I, okay i got it okay like i figured i'm still figuring it out but you know every day is a learning process mm-hmm. no one you feel me i don't expect to fully master this shit yeah like right now i'm just expecting to like learn so they you know they can teach me yeah. feel me and that way we learn together and what's one thing that you say like the group has taught you so far one thing that the group has taught me so far is that we all smoke a lot of weed I <laughs> everybody in the group smokes well except e-bands so maybe i'm not i don't know she'll disclose that but now one thing i've honestly learned is that we're not all afraid to be uncomfortable we're not afraid to like challenge ourselves yeah. you know what i mean there's a few times where like blaine has sent beats to the group and i've just been like yo what the fuck is this mm-hmm. and i'll be like listen i like smoke i'll listen to him like you know what all right you know what i'll I'll figure it out i'll figure it out and then i you know i kind of like apply myself a little more like in a different way use a different perspective i'm like all right man you know i got it so every you know challenging ourselves is definitely something i want to take pride on for sure yeah i think that's really dope like 
that being the main key component even for me like just challenging you know yeah what might feel uncomfortable at first but as you dive into it you're just like okay this is easier than i thought Facts. You know? it's really just the unknown what yeah people fear, honestly but you know it's also like a richness in that you know okay hey like i don't know but <laughs> that's okay then, yeah like just being open-minded yeah yeah so what are things that you find help you to stay away from being like modern artists today i feel like the music i make really is just like a reflection of like what i listened to growing up yeah and you feel me and what really resonates with me like if you hear me i'm obviously very lyrical i like to use my words i like to you feel me i'm a bar for bar kind of guy Nice. You know, that's just how I am. I don't get mad at the drill music, you feel me? I don't get mad at it. Like, I understand. It can be fire. Honestly, there are lots of artists out there who do make really enjoyable drill music. I can't front. Like, 22Gs, when he first came out, mm -hmm. I ain't gonna lie. All I was saying was the blicky, the blicky. Like, <laughs> yeah, the blicky. Nah, that, was, that was a good song. I, I, I ain't gonna front. Like, it was enjoyable, you feel me? Yeah. But, like, in order for me, like, I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm not afraid to listen to new shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, you know, I've been like this deep R&B bag as a lead, so. Thanks. Feel me? There's some stuff that's like incorporated in my music with that now, so. Still. But honestly, it's, it's different for everybody, though. That's yeah. how it works for me, per se. Yeah. I'd say, though, also, now, don't get me wrong. Drill music is pretty good and like giving me my energy throughout the day, you know, <laughs> starting out my morning. You I know? feel like it really represents how people feel on the inside, like yeah. low key, but no one really wants to say it like Yeah, yeah. You know. Expression, man. Expression. Well, speak about expression, like how important is it for you as an artist, especially being as lyrical as you are, like how important is it to show a storyline or to show, like, you know, how you're feeling through your words and things like that? I mean, obviously, it's very important. This is like, that's a really good question. You got me on that one. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked me up on that one. I'm not going to lie. But, damn, this is the best way I know how to answer it. I don't know. Every time I go into the booth, there's a certain feeling I want to portray, you mm -hmm. know, just like case in point, like losing faith. The second verse, there's kind of like, you know, when I was talking about the Fordham and the sneakers and stuff, there's kind of like some sorrow and, and like reminiscing about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? But there's also kind of like a triumphant feeling mm -hmm. because, you know, I clearly rose above that. Yeah. So it's all about just what you want to convey, you know, and obviously like the techniques of it, like how you want to say it, you know, when to say it and shit like that. Every time I go into the I want to feel that when I'm saying what I'm saying. So I hope that the people out there can understand, you know, mm -hmm. actually understand. Not yet. You know, I think that that's really dope that you say that, too, because of how powerful words can be. Yeah. Like we mentioned earlier, how powerful music can be, you know, because of like what you're doing right now. You're channeling a certain feeling that you want your audience to understand. Yeah. So with expression, you know, you're not just saying words to say it. You're saying it because it has meaning and intention behind it. Facts. Yeah, so it's feeling. Yep. One of the most important words in music is substance. Mm hmm It's important. You feel me? There's filler and there's substance. Yeah. I feel like everything I try to go for has to have substance. Like it has to mean something, you know. If not to me, then to somebody else out there. Yeah. Someone else will be like, yo, I resonate with that. Yeah. yeah. And that's actually really dope. That's a really intentional way to put it and really intentional in how you 
want your music to catch the audience. Yeah. So now we've learned a little bit about, you know, our artists here. Yes, yes. We can't forget that it's Black History Month. Okay. Of course. Come on now. Of course. My fellow brownies and mochas. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like as a black artist, yeah. do you feel like other black artists are supported enough throughout this industry? I feel like on a major level, yes. Okay. I feel like they are, you know what I mean, to a certain extent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, there's obviously a lot of, like, hate that, you know, surrounds that. I think about, like, black artists, like, black women who are in the light. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, how they're doing, you know, because it's kind of a reflection how we treat people. Like, how we treat a woman is kind of like how you treat your mom and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, are they getting enough recognition? Because we already know the niggas are getting enough recognition and shit True. like that. People love fucking every other, you know, drill artist that's mm-hmm. out right now. But, like, what about the ladies? I don't know if you've seen it. But this on the radar freestyle with this group of women. Oh no, do tell. Oh, I don't remember like what the beat was. I know I think it was to Money Power Respect, mm-hmm. and they all went crazy. Like mm. they was rapping, rapping. You feel me? Ooh. I was like, yo, this is it right here. Like mm-hmm. this is it right here. You feel me? So shit like that, I feel like should be highlighted more. So. Yeah, I agree. Cause yeah. I'm not gonna lie, like I'm pretty sure like women be, they be going dumb on the mic. Come on now, <sighs> crazy. Give them their credit. <sighs> crazy i listened to shay noah before i got here she's oh my god it's like she reads from a hood bible i'd be like yo, yo you <laughs> you different like damn <laughs> and she's from like upstate new york and you from, oh for real that I, she's from like buffalo or like rochester or some shit like that but, oh that's dope yeah but shay noah i'd be like yo she's like female jada kiss like in fact, Ooh. crazy but you know what i feel like especially like with black women they in just fact, feel yeah i went through, in fact let me not say that let me not say she's female jada she's just shay noah that's what i need to say Ah, uh, feel me. But I was gonna say, you know, like I feel like when it comes to black women, you know, the face is R and B. You know, it's like, hey, okay, unless they have like some ultra sex appeal and they're influencing that with rap, then okay, it's accepted. But I mean, I feel like that takes away from the actual Ta- woman. Yeah, the talent. You know, because it's like, okay. We don't have to just be sex appeal, honey. We can rap. Exactly. <laughs> rap very well. Yeah, me? you know, like they do what they do. Okay. Like even the ones who do like over sexualize themselves, like Doja Cat, she can actually rap. But... Yeah, they can. Listen, they can all rap, honey. And I feel like they should get more credit for what it is that they put out. I mean, like just aside from, you know, or the sexualization. Yeah. We don't mind the sexualization. Yeah, we don't. We don't. <laughs> we don't like, mind that ahead. at all. We, <laughs> we don't mind that at all. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I'm me. crying. But how has the representation of black hip hop or rap artists inspired you as a growing artist? And I know that you mentioned Wu-Tang, but, you know, like, just... On a more, like, local level. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was actually going to talk about him earlier. His name is Piff Marty. I feel like I, you know, me and my friend Dev, we always talk about this dude because, like, he's literally amazing for... he. In fact, he has a song about black hair. Ooh. He has a song about black okay. hair. And he's like, yo, he's very, like, everything he does. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is, like, a lot of his videos, he shoots from an iPhone. For real. So I don't know if you've seen the video I just did. Yeah, I did. Like, that actually, like, an inspiration behind it because he shot so many videos from an iPhone. They're fucking fire. Nice. Editing, everything is amazing. Transitions, it's crazy. Mm. He actually has a song about black hair. And it's fucking fire, for real. It's, okay. Yeah, I gotta listen to that. Yeah, I got Piff Marty. He's sort of people, man. For yeah, real. for real. 
no, nah, that's uh, I love the appreciation, especially yeah. of black hair. Come on now. Yeah, that ass. He was. I remember he said a line. He was like. I don't care if it's 4C or 3B or, uh. or like Moise or Anisi or some shit. I was like, nah, he's spinning. Right. <laughs> like, nah, my boy's spinning right now. Chill oh it. my gosh. Like, do you feel like there's more opportunities for black creatives and artists, especially like at a local level? From the people that I know, there's a lot of black people who are trying to give opportunities to artists like me. Mm. So yeah, I would say there are quite a few opportunities out there. But, you know, on the grander scale of things, it's just like they don't have that connection to where yeah. we're trying to go. You feel me? So it's just like, you know, we can get somewhere. But, you know, after, you know, step two, what's, yeah. you know, what's the word? You know, It doesn't matter, though. I've appreciated any opportunity, you know, been thrown my way. Podcast, show, cypher, doesn't really matter, though. Yeah, that's dope. I think that with the current times now, there's a lot of black creatives that are, you know, like opening their palette just to extend themselves like in an artistic way. So, yeah, like there's a whole bunch of opportunities out there, but it's just taking it off the ground that, you Mm. know, like really needs to be set forth. Yeah. But we all work in here. Facts. Yeah. Facts in some way, shape or form. Yeah. And I think it's great, even like for yourself as a black creative, extending yourself to create opportunities such as the group yeah. feudal society that, you know, allows others to connect and, you know, bring their music together. That's a grand part of the movement. It is. Yeah. That was like, you hit that on the head. Right Come there. on now. That was, that was really good. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. That was really, really good. I was like, yeah. You go, girls. <laughs> yeah, you know, a little something. something. <laughs> But, you know, like for the black children that you see that are interested in, you know, any artistic, creative, you know, outlet, what would be some advice that you'd give to them? Do it. Mm. Don't even think about it. Mm. Just do it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. You want to paint, paint whatever, bro. Just do it. Mm -hmm. You want to rap, rap. Mm. Do it. For real, don't let, like me, it took me so long because, like, people were like, yeah, you got to do this, that, and third. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. Now I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to go to the studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm bored. I'm going to go to the studio. Exactly. Feel me? You know, just do it. You know what I'm saying? Just don't let nobody hold you back from that because that it's important. We need more black creators mm-hmm. out here. Feel me? Respectfully, all the white people. Yeah. yeah you got to move. Move, 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 move. You got to move. You got to feel me? Yeah. Throw some color in there. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah, just do it. Honestly, that's that's what I got to say. I've noticed, especially like with black public schools or not even black public, but public schools in general. Yeah. That they kind of took away art programs or they're defunding it. Mm. Yeah. Also with music as well and dance. You know, they're cutting back on that. So what are some general opinions that you have? About cutting art? yeah it's like art is so important it's a part of culture Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like case in point like hip-hop culture you know what i mean a piece of hip-hop culture is graffiti yeah you know what i'm saying and that some people think it makes new york look crazy but i think you know it's the culture that's what i'm saying it's new york you feel me it adds to that you know so just teaching people about like even like things like that like about graffiti and like how important it is in hip-hop culture which Mm -hmm. is black culture ultimately yeah so that's like important it's like cutting that is like like making us bland like yeah no seasoning like <laughs> come on man <laughs> no yeah like honestly like when i heard about that and like 
growing up when I was in elementary school, they had those programs and it was funded. But, you know, once the teacher that was teaching dance passed away, like it just wasn't there anymore, you know? So it was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of children, I feel like, especially children of color, like they love music, they love rhythm, like dancing, you know, like, yeah, bodily expression, you know, verbal expression, you know, like physical while they're painting, drawing and stuff like that. So it's like to take that away from them and then especially to have them sit in classrooms and like have to be focused on literal material for so many amounts of time right you know it just feels dense so it's like how can you expect you know a small child or you know a child in elementary you know school age ranges to be concentrated on the work when there's no fun when there's no expression where it's like all work 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 yeah it's like you gotta have a balance yeah you know like I just feel like that should be more influenced because it can ultimately lead to the impact of, you know, children with brighter artistic futures. Yeah, facts. Yeah. Gotta let them tap in early. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? If I ever had, like, a kid or anything like that, I'm not saying that that's the plan. Later on, though, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but um, I would want them to be, like, you know, into music, even if it's not rap. You know yeah. what I mean? I'll be mad for this country. I ain't gonna lie. To be going... <laughs> We not doing that. I'm sorry. That is not okay. Yo. Like we are not bumping out of my house. Like I, Blake Shelton is not okay in here. Like oh my gosh, you know. But nah. But I want my kid to be into like music. Like even like I, like I said, even if it's not rap, you feel me? Yeah. If they're into like rock, you know. Yeah. It would make me more like, oh, what are you listening to? And that yeah. way, it expands my brain. Yeah. Feel me? Like oh, you're putting me onto some some new shit. Like. But even with rock though, like I yeah yeah facts. like we talked about this when we met yeah up. yeah indeed we did yeah about how rock you know black black people man yeah crazy literally created by black people word so it's like it's iconic that ass and you know the influence of it it kind of brings us you know hey okay this is our palette but also with you know artists today like a lot of black artists incorporate so many compositions of various types of music mm. yeah like i love this album so much my beautiful dark twisted fantasy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is different man yeah. yay man <sighs> he literally incorporated so many like compositions of like classical and just opera house all that yeah yeah he's a genius <laughs> then he that. changed the fucking 808s and heartbreak mm, yeah. like it just shows his range though like yeah. that's ridiculous incredible and even that inspired you know a whole wave of new artists and shit like yep. travis scott lou uzi yes. kid cuddy type shit you feel me that's yeah. ridiculous yeah yeah different man indeed he'd be a little crazy yeah. but that's all right though that's my yeah, man the grade. Know, like come on <laughs> that's, that's my, the creative genius that's my guy that's, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that this was a very great interview. Indeed. Indeed. I loved it. I think that we shared a lot of information and facts in retrospection. So is there anything that you want to just say before we wrap up? <laughs> no, I was going to say some edgy, but... Um... Say what you feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, first and foremost, Feudal Morning is on the way. Nice. Lost Fiction on the way. Shout out to everybody in Feudal. Shout out to Insight. Oh, I forgot to Ooh. fucking say that. Holy shit. Bring it on. Come um, on. We, when I say we, this is going to be epic. Mm. There is a whole collection of groups coming together mm-hmm. to form this tape called the Friends Tape. So 
I need everybody to know this now. If you are an artist, a rapper, producer, singer, if you play an instrument, that's cool too. Engineer, please, please, and if you want to be a part of this project, DM me on Instagram at grandmaster.shogun. Nice. So yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Like we already got like three songs already. Okay. So shit gonna be wild. Dope. For real. But yeah, shout out to FS Insight TK Only Us. Whoever's on the tape so far, shout out to you. Shout out to my son Big Spaz. That's it. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. So before we wrap up, I have a debut single from oh. KB. Yeah, oh. that I'm gonna fun. Yeah, you know that I'm just gonna play thirty seconds of. I you bet. know, new tunes, new tunes. Yes. We love that. <laughs> So you guys heard it first. <laughs> God, I was fine. I like that. What'd you call it? It felt like some Houston shit in the background, like some chopped and screwed. I don't know who it was, but that was fire. I, yeah. I enjoyed that. I loved it. When I first heard it, I was like, wow, I have to do this. Okay. I have to share this. But respectfully. Yeah. That was really dope. Shout out to, you know what? That person, who was that? Kai B. Kai B. Yeah. Where have you been at? Right. <laughs> I need you. Like, <laughs> you on this damn tape. Like, we need to tell me. Need you. Come on. Come on, Kai B. Please yes. send send them my information. I got you. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you for having me. Of course. Saturn Baby here. Saturn Baby out. Great Master Shogun. Yes. Signing out. Love you guys. Bye.